instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gutekin sucks. Jordan Addison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. We had 70 points from Joel Embiid tonight. We now have 60 points from Carl Anthony Towns. The Timberwolves are up just 113-111, 7.26 to go in the fourth quarter against a Hornets team that is abysmal. Also doesn't play any defense, right? No. So that's certainly better. It, it, it's a good position for them to be in right now with the game close and Carl Anthony Towns at 60 if – if their goal is to say, hey, it's a regular season game on a Monday night, let's get 71 for Cat. And that should be the goal. That should be the goal. If somebody drops 70, you got to get them 71, man. And, uh, and now you need it anyway because it's a close game, and we're all cheering for it. What a night. That's why uh, you can never sleep on the NBA. There you go. That, see, that's the attitude I want to hear. Hey, I'll watch it, and I'll enjoy it. I'm just I, not betting it. Well, that's fine. Fair enough. Patrick <laughs> Everson jumps on with a senior reporter from Vegas Insider. We got plenty of time to talk about the NFL, but have you ever seen a night like this in the NBA, man, where nobody's sweating Carl Anthony Towns' point prop, nobody's sweat uh, Joel Embiid tonight, 70, and now 60 for Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, for no Monday night football, you know what? The NBA's helped us out at least a little bit, Pat. They are definitely picking up the slack this evening. Those are monster, monster numbers, and it would be funny to uh, to see Cat uh, go for seventy one just to kind of yes. you know one up him, literally one up him. That would be hilarious if they got him. Like if they got the game one, obviously it's a close game, but it would be awesome if he had seventy and like shot a free throw to get seventy one, and then they sub him out or something like that. That would be hilarious. Uh, Pat, before like we he gets uh, to shoot a te- he gets to shoot a technical, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then they pull him out of the game just to get there. Uh, before we get into this weekend's AFC NFC Championship game, how did the books do this week? This last week, um, you get the Packers covering against uh, the Forty ers You get the Ravens covering against the Texans. Yesterday, the Chiefs obviously cover and win against the Buffalo Bills, and then the Lions. I'm sure they were a big mm-hmm. public play, uh, win and cover against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How did the books fare this weekend? Yeah, basically, and this was Betham Jim saying this as well to to an extent. Saturday was good. Sunday was not. So, uh, and that was Betham Jim and and several other odds makers that just said, "Look, Saturday worked out well." And the main reason Saturday worked out well was because of that second game, because of because of it falling, Niners win, Packers cover. Uh, there was a lot of money line play on the Packers. There was a fair amount of spread play on the Niners. There was a lot of teaser play on the Niners, you know, going from 10 or 10 and a half down to four and a half, four, or maybe even nine and a half down to three and a half. Well, they only won by three. So even the teaser tickets got blown up on the Niners. So Saturday was a pretty good day for the books. A bit of a rough go for the betters. Obviously, I know. I think we talked about it last week, and I'm sure the two of you and Trista and others uh, discussed it on all the Benham Jam shows with the you know the public attention the Texans were getting, and obviously that didn't get there. They didn't cover. They didn't even come close to covering the number. They had nothing. They had nothing left in the second half. So, but Sunday was different, as you alluded to, Ryan. The public was definitely on the Lions, really good. Christian Cipollini at BetMGM said it's all Lions. You know, and the Lions were even taking the bulk of money line cash, I think, at Betham Jam. Not necessarily the bulk of money line tickets, but the bulk of money line dollars. Uh, and they were getting hammered on the spread. I just, I, I know I talk about this every week, and I'm sorry that I keep bringing it up, but the Michigan market is just gaga 
yeah. for the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Um, and I've got some stuff we might touch on during this segment that, that, that notes it even more as we look ahead to the conference championship weekend. But uh, they were really heavy to the Lions. And what that really did is because the Ravens won, because the Niners won, you still had the money line parlays going. And obviously, everybody's going to put the Lions in their money line parlay at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So then you get to the point, okay, the first three favorites have all come in on the money line. All these money line parlays are running live to Sunday night. And the problem there was the public didn't pick one team. They didn't go with the favorite on Sunday night necessarily because it was against the Kansas City Chiefs. So there were a lot of public bettors with their money line parlays on the Chiefs. And a lot of them with their money line parlays ending up on the bills. So odds makers, Betham Jam, I assume among them, uh, you know, just they couldn't, that's a hurdle, that's a barrier they couldn't overcome. So they got hit, uh, you know, the public definitely got some, got some back yesterday with, with the way those results went. And if they were riding money line parlays and thought enough to finish them with the short road underdog Chiefs, those did well as well. And I heard, you know, there was a lot of teaser play on the Chiefs, teasing the Chiefs up. Um, you know, obviously they didn't need the teaser. Uh, the money line yeah. would have been, uh, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, the, the money line would have been a better play. But, um, but there was a ton of teaser liability to the Chiefs. All right. So you mentioned the Michigan market, and you said you had a little more to kind of mm-hmm. illustrate why they're mm-hmm. quote Gaga. By the way, great way to describe it, Gaga for the the lines, and rightfully so. I mean. I, mm-hmm. I, I can only imagine what it's like to live in Detroit as a Lions fan right now. That's all anybody's talking about. It's got to be just an right. incredible experience. But give us a little more insight as to how crazy, essentially, they've gone for this team. So this is from BetMGM. And I and look, I've known this, but I've, you know they, ha- they don't always send out the info that totally quantifies it. But the traders there have told me over the course of the season that, you know, the Michigan Wolverines, the Detroit Lions, uh, you know, and so on. But today, earlier today, John Ewing sent this out, and this is just fascinating. What he did was he sent out the, or the early splits nationally for BetMGM on the conference championship games. But then he also broke out from those uh, how the local markets are betting the local team. And granted, okay, Kansas, the Kansas City Chiefs are in Kansas City, Missouri. But, but Kansas is, for, for practical purposes, it's their regional market since Missouri doesn't have sports betting yet. Missouri... You need to get with it, okay? Let's go. Exactly. Um, so, uh, so, so he did a, you know, basically a breakout of these markets in Michigan. In this first day since this line went up, ninety-four percent of spread tickets, ninety-one percent of spread money on the Lions. They oh, are hammering damn. the Lions so much so that when you just look at the national splits, gentlemen, you've got. A little bit more than two to one tickets and a little and, and three to one money early going on the Lions. Now look, I think the Niners are a public team too, and I think this is gonna come back some, particularly with the Nevada market, because I you know, when the Nevada market weighs in, um, they they definitely get on the Niners here. I think we've talked about that before. But there's so much activity in Michigan that it that you can see its impact on the national numbers with the Lions having such a huge edge over a really good Niners team at home. So it's, it's fascinating. And then further illustrated, Kansas, the Kansas market, 85% of early tickets, 88% of money on Chiefs on the spread. Um, and then Maryland, uh, about three to one tickets and two to one money on the Ravens minus three. So um, there are definitely some, some regional biases creeping in. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to check, and I'll tweet it out at some point. You'll see it. I'm going to check with my, my guy, Scott Shelton for MGM Nevada. Um, John Ewing wasn't able to break out Nevada and obviously there's no California market, but 
as I've mentioned before many times, I'm sure the California market comes here and bets a lot. And they're certainly betting a, a lot on the Niners, especially in northern Nevada. But they certainly make their way down here as well. So when it's all said and done, do you think like a book need might actually end up being the favorites here? You know, and where do you think these numbers close? Because we're looking at Ravens three and a half. We're looking at Niners at seven. Probably no chance we get to seven and a half. I would assume that would get gobbled up right away. But, you know, what do you exactly. think the book need will be here? And, and you kind of where do you see these uh, lines maybe closing at, Pat? I, w- I would say real a, cav- a caveat to seven and a half, Debo Samuel. Yeah. Maybe that does it but i don't know there is one odds maker who seems to think that that i talked to on sunday night who seems to think that could uh make a difference that might put that over you know that might get that beyond the seven threshold but um look that michigan market is so ravenous and obviously has such a impact on the national numbers as we demonstrated that they may well need the niners in that game the issue that bet mgm has uh and they'll and they and they you know, the, the Chiefs-Ravens uh, game is, be, is seeing much more two-way action, honestly, nationally. Yeah. Even though it, you're heavy in Maryland to the Ravens, heavy in, heavy in Kansas to the Chiefs. But it's seeing much more two-way action early on. This is very early. There's not a lot of money in the pot, as I always try to stress at this point. All of the big dollars and all those six-figure and never know. You might see a seven-figure bet. Um, won't come in until the weekend. But uh, I think it's a situation where they may need the Niners, um, possibly need the Chiefs. But... The Niners and the Lions, those two are BetMGM's worst outcome in Super Bowl futures right now. So they are rooting for the Chiefs or the Ravens at this moment to win the Super Bowl. They don't, whoever comes out of the AFC, that's who they want to win the Super Bowl. Now, look, caveat to that, you guys know there's going to be a lot of high dollar bets in those two weeks, in the two week run up to the Super Bowl. And if enough of those happen to fall on either Kansas City or Baltimore, depending on who the AFC representative is, maybe it gets flipped. But all things being equal, at the moment, the Lions are the worst outcome for BetMGM, and the Niners are a liability as well. So they are going to be rooting for the Chiefs or, or the Ravens there. And by the way, with that in mind, keep this in mind, BetMGM's risk room and other risk rooms that I know are, are bad to the Niners for sure, um, they might price this game on the money line or maybe with the juice on the spread or maybe even a half a point if you get lucky. They might try to entice people to bet the side where they need money to offset that futures liability if the liability is great enough. I mean, we knew, Pat, that the Lions were certainly one of those darling teams in the NFL heading into this year. There were a lot of people before the season started that bet the Lions to win the Super Bowl. So, yeah, you're just piling this stuff on. And let's be honest, there are some people that just love to bet for a a narrative. And we've all kind of sat here before and bet had our own narrative bets. And the Lions are a team that's got nothing to lose at this point, which makes it, I mean, just that much more incredible. Talking to Patrick Everson, bet MGM tonight. Uh, I don't know how much in terms of what we have right now in terms of uh, for the Super Bowl MVP market. Lamar Jackson's the favorite at plus 250. Purdy's plus 325. Patrick Mahomes plus 350. The one that interests me, Pat, is Christian McCaffrey at 6-1. to one. If Purdy continues to look eh, a, little, a little shaky like he did, if they can still get to the Super Bowl, they may need to lean more on Christian McCaffrey if that's the case. Is there a lot of interest right now in this market, and where's the money going if you have that in front of you? I, I don't think the interest is ramped up to the degree it will, but I think there's a fair amount. And the thing is, you bring up a great, great point, Nick. And that is, if you feel like the Niners are 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 going to get through this weekend, I mean, they are at home. They are, you know, a, you know, a, uh, you know, almost a touchdown favorite. So if you think they're going to get through, and you'd like to bet them in the Super Bowl, you know, you could do the I. I 
right now, from what I've seen, the super, you know, uh, I saw one odds Baker put out today that if it was right Ravens, uh, or rather, um, a Lions Ravens, a rematch from the regular season, that that game would be a pick 'em. And I don't know that it would be much different necessarily. I didn't, I didn't look and see if they had Chiefs, uh, 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 Chiefs Niners up, but I don't think it would be much different uh, either. So if you're looking at a pick 'em, basically, you know, even if, even if, let's even say the Lions are favored or they're a short dog or whatever, you're, you're going to be laying minus 110 on the spread. So, and if it's a pick 'em, you know, it's, you know, uh, you know, it's a similar situation. So why not look at that MVP market? And to your point, Nick, about, Purdy being not, you know, not fantastic. He got he got through, and he's and, he, and I think he deserves a great deal of credit for that uh, to get him through there. The Packers were very game playing with house money, a lot like Detroit kind of is. But um, but yeah, you could do worse than taking Christian McCaffrey at six to one instead. I mean, if you think they're going to win, McCaffrey's going to need to have a good game, and if he does, you you take you take the Niners, you take McCaffrey at six to one instead of the Niners on the spread or the Niners on the money line, which is not going to be six to one, obviously. Yeah, Pat, we only got about two minutes left here this segment. I actually mm-hmm. wanted to go really quickly back to the NFC Championship game where the total sure. is fifty and a half. MGM has it minus one fifteen to the over, but we saw this open at fifty two. Um, I would figure this is going to be one of the more public bet overs because it's San Fran and it's Detroit. What are you seeing right now with the mm-hmm. total, you know, where that goes from 52, though, down to 50 and a half? I would assume sharp play on the under. We won't know more until limits open up. But what are you seeing there? Right. Well, in and, and again, we're talking NFC. At BetMGM, it's kind of interesting. Ticket count early on is two-way with a little bit of a lean toward the under, which perhaps explains why, you know, where it's at right now. But three to one money on the over and i think they're going to be betting the over the you know and that's the that's the second game the late it's basically a night game on the east it is a night game on the east coast they're going to bet the over there they're going to need the under in that in that game those are two teams that definitely put up offense both both games i think they're they're going to ultimately need the the under or the books are going to need the under the public i just don't see how the public is going to be able to keep themselves off of the over on on either of these games but certainly in that second one Patrick Everson, Vegas Insider. Always love talking to you, my friend. Thanks, man. I, see you soon. I appreciate it. You bet. Yeah, Have a great week. We'll oh, see you, you guys coming out? Yeah. We'll be out oh. there. Yeah, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Yeah. Stakes out me. On, yes. I can, I can go on the set. I can go on live, right? Yeah, set, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We're going to absolutely do that. If Lamar wins MVP, dinner on me the first time. Yes. If Lamar doesn't, I may not make the trip. <laughs> You You might have to stay at my house. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Wife's going to kick him out. See you, Pat. See you, Pat. You bet. Take care. Yeah, we're only a couple weeks away from that. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns watch right now. We had Joel Embiid with 70. Cat has 62 with a minute seven to go. The Timberwolves are down, down to the Hornets, 126-122. I was going to say the other thing is what if they just lose the game? Like, yeah, you dropped 70-plus, but you lost to the Well, that happened with uh, Devin Booker. They yeah. lost, and they had the 70 sign, and people made fun of it. And I'm yeah. like, the guy put up 70. Who cares? It's yeah. a regular season game. They lost. Yeah. No one gives a damn. There's 82 more. There's 81 more of these bad yeah, boys. It'll be, Don't it'll, worry. Be, it'll be just fine. Let the guy celebrate a milestone putting up 70 points. So 50 seconds to go, three-point game. He's actually out of the game right now. He hasn't fouled out or anything. I'm not really sure why, but it might be a defensive mismatch offense. I don't know what they're doing. It's pet MGM tonight.